0: When mom and I announced that we were going to move to Texas, people thought we were crazy, but that was not new information, though. But one of the things that people were worried about was the crimes. Dallas, of all places in the world, why not just choose Chicago? That's basically the only place that has more crime than Dallas seems to have. But that's not really the truth. We moved to Dallas Texas and the DFW area because here my mom had an office earlier in her career and she fell in love with Dallas and that's why it just ended up to be here she wanted to move I was a citizen and there we go but people in Sweden had the perception that Dallas was guns and then the TV series Dallas, um, a couple of years ago, many years ago now. Um, but that was a little bit where Swedes have their minds about Dallas, people who have never been here. I didn't really think about it at the time. But I figured I'm an adult, and if I need to learn how to handle a weapon, I will learn how to handle a weapon. Because that was not really something that we do on a common basis here in Sweden. But um, I've been here 13 years. I still don't own one single gun. Not one. Not two. None. Zero. I am totally unarmed. And I'm not afraid to be a single woman unarmed in Dallas, Texas. Not even on a Friday or Saturday night. If you saw, and follow us on social media, you saw that I changed our Facebook picture to a flag. Last week, a horrible attack was committed in Norway in a little town called Kongsberg outside Oslo, which is the capital of Norway. A man, and I refuse to mention his name, killed five people in pure rage. Uh, He used... The first news that came out was that he killed them with a bow and arrow. Um, Throughout the time, it has been clarified. Yes, he did have a bow and arrow with him, but the five people killed was killed with a sharp object. And you can understand how the journalist has written it That is possibly a knife, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. This is a horrible thing. In Norway, in Sweden, wherever it happens... It's horrible. First, they thought it was some kind of attack with gang or with Muslims or religion, whatever. It has, though, just turned out as of right now, it looks like it's just somebody having a mental breakdown. He is in a mental hospital right now until further investigation. Um, Several people are wounded in the hospital, I have not been able to confirm how many, but I have been able to confirm that five was killed that day. When I was researching or updating myself about this story, I go into the Swedish newspaper, Aftonbladet.se, and what do I see the headlines? headlines is triple murder in Luxele, which is n- very north in Sweden. Three dead by a man armed with a crowbar. Shooting in a Stockholm suburb, Rinkeby. One injured suspect on the loose and it goes on and on and on and on. People ask me when I moved here, how are you going to keep safe? Once I moved here, I felt more safe here in Texas without any guns, knives or anything than I did back in Sweden and that was 13 years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, What is going on in this world? Two episodes ago, I was reporting about a school shooting here in Texas, basically next door. Have in mind when I say I feel more safe here in Texas than I did in Sweden. When something like this happens in Sweden or Norway, Sweden is a country of 10 million people. Dallas, Fort Worth area, that's the metroplex. Not including the counties. So I, where I live, is not included. 6.3 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Take that. An entire country of Sweden have 10 million, a Metroplex in Texas, 6.3 million, the entire state of Texas, 29 million people. So of course, when something like this happens, most of the time media makes it a bigger deal In Sweden than they do over here Because it's more of a Normal thing happening They don't report about every shooting And every robbery And every stabbing or whatever it may be And so right should be I guess Um, But for us who live out in the country Of course when it happens here We get to know it from the media And social media but I did feel less safe there than I do here. I don't really know why. I I don't really have the answer of that. Not at all. Um, but I avoided going out when it was dark in Sweden. I thought somebody was following me. Almost to the point of paranoia. Um... Darkness in Sweden scared me, maybe because it was so pitch black, dark, you couldn't even see the hand in front of you. While here, for some reason, darkness doesn't scare me at all. I wouldn't say I'm comfortable in it, but it's not that scary. And I felt that different from the very moment I moved over here. It's nothing that has come gradually with this 13 years. But when we lived at a farm, when we moved here, I didn't have any problem going down to the barn at in the middle of the night. Whereas in Sweden, when we lived at a farm in Vietlanda, if I had to go out in the dark, even if the, if the snow lit up the world, I was uncomfortable. People ask me today, why don't you have a gun? Because I don't feel the need for it. Will that change if somebody comes and attacks me? Uh, that won't change anything because I probably will not have the gun close enough to me. Secondly, it is not in my mental capability to use that gun on somebody. So if somebody wants to kill me, <laughs> I can tell you there is way easier ways to kill me than that. But I hope you nobody really wants that because I don't intend to die soon at least. I had a conversation with a co-worker over the weekend and we both agreed on something. I also said two weeks ago to be respectful of one another and to actually Bring a, Try to bring a smile to somebody's face. Say something nice to somebody every day. I have a, for a long time motto said that every day my goal is to make somebody smile in one way or the other. If that means that I have to make a fool out of myself or just a simple gesture, whatever it may be. But it's not that hard. It's not that hard to make people smile, and it's not that hard to listen to people. We need to be more vigilant about our surroundings and the people we are both knowing and strangers. This man in Norway had mental illness. This person in North Sweden, Lycksele, had mental illness. Could that have been stopped? I don't know. I don't know enough details. But what I do know is that this world needs more positive attitude to one another. This world needs to be respectful to one another. And I don't know how to get there more than continue my fight with trying to bring somebody a smile every day. Over the weekend, I also was blessed with three situations that brought a smile to my face. The first one was we were driving uh, back to the station Me and my partner were tired because we had gotten a late call that made us late back to the station with over an hour. So, of course, it is now 5 p.m. and we're supposed to have gone home at 4 p.m. We're not in the best mood. We're just tired. It's just, we're mentally done. And we're approaching an intersection and I see a car or a van where it says corn pop and there's a clown on him. And I just, comes just up next to him when he starts driving again, because we get green light, but it was just enough to see that he was dressed as a clown. And he gave me a smile. So I said to my partner, hey, look in that van. There's a clown in that van. (laughs) He looks funny. And my partner, who was half asleep, he actually took up his phone and recorded him. And Corn Pop, whom I now know, his name is Corn Pop. He is a professional clown. Saw it and he waved back. So we were sitting there waving at each other. Corn Pop didn't do anything. He was just himself. The only thing he did was acknowledge us that we were laughing at him, smiling back at us and waving. That lit up the mood in our ambulance more than he will ever know. He had no clue that both of us sitting in that truck was over an hour late back home for a call that was bullshit. The patient didn't need to go to the hospital. Anyway, that's irrelevant. But he made both of us smile and made the rest of the 45-minute trip back home so much easier. He didn't even have to make an effort. Not saying that everybody's going to dress up like clowns because that's not needed. But take the opportunity. He had the opportunity to bring a smile to our faces. He took it and he did it. I, uh, I released my, my uh, last single last week, you know, uh, The Rose. Y'all heard it, if you heard the last episode. And uh, I got a text message from somebody whom I have not spoken to for a long time. And it was just a screenshot of this person listening to the song, like they have screenshotted his Spotify screen. And the words just said, just wanted to let you know how much I loved your version of this song. It was played on my mom's funeral and I haven't heard it since. I have not spoken to to him for five, six years, at least. We've almost lost contact. I didn't have his phone number in my phone anymore. I had to go back in an old phone book to look who is this instead of embarrassing myself. And who is this? Because the words were so kind to me. And I saw who it was and I'm like, oh my goodness. It meant so much to me that somebody, that person, it was only one person who's done it, sent me a text message telling me how he liked my song. That was amazing. I, I lived on that all day long. You know who you are. I'm not going to mention your name, but thank you. Thank you. Because we are not complimenting each other enough. It's not about being sarcastic. Oh, you're yeah. a nice t shirt, huh? Or something like that. It's genuine compliments. If we like something with somebody, tell them that because that could change the entire day for somebody. The last thing happened on Monday. I was out walking the dogs. And as you may have heard in both today and in earlier episodes, we have a train going through here. And uh, it goes through several times a day, a freight train most of the time, sometimes on Amtrak. And they're loud, they're really, really, really loud. And today came when I was walking the dogs, and, and usually where we walk, we have a crossing, so it honks the horns up until that crossing, but not after. And then it's, I think it's like three miles down the road that it honks again, but you can barely hear that at that point. I don't know why, but I've always like waved to the conductor <laughs> like, hi. And I came out from a side road and he had passed his crossing with a locomotive far. And I just waved to him, hi, hi. And he honked two eyes at me. Doot, doot. That was all he did. I know I'm walking there every day. Seven days a week almost. He's not supposed to honk there. That was to me. That. I assume man. It may have been a woman driving. I don't know. I didn't see it. You can't see the driver. But that person. Made my day. I smiled more than a kid. You know how you see kids like standing there, trying to like wave to the conductor to honk the horn? That's not what I did. I just took my hand and waved like hi, like we do to a car. It wasn't a big deal. And he responded, he acknowledged that he'd seen me. That was like Christmas to me. Three small gestures that have been intentionally or unintentionally. It didn't cost them anything. It took them maybe a minute. But they made my day. It's not that hard. It is not that hard. And I've realized that if we try to give one another a fair chance and the opportunity to succeed, stop judging each other, support each other, be vigilant. Is your friend, coworker, mother, father, sister, whoever. Looking down, looking different. Be nosy. Ask what is going on. That might be just what they need. Give them a hug. Give them a smile. Give them an ear. And for goodness sake, I learned this when my mom passed away. People are saying if you need to talk, you can call. First of all, I um, I am a, one of those people, I cannot make that phone call. Physically, it hurts me because I know I'm bothering somebody, I'm taking somebody's time. And why do I feel that way? Yeah, it's because when my mom passed away and I needed to talk, I called several people. I tried to reach out several times. Either people were too busy, they didn't understand. Even though I said, I need to talk. Hey, can I call you back? I don't have time right now. Can I call you back in a minute? Or they were occupied with something else. I was not worthy the time. Never have I had any suicidal Ideations or intentions, especially now when my mom passed away. But if somebody says that to somebody who may be suicidal, that's going to push that person over the edge. We need to team up together, we need to listen to one another, be vigilant. No, I am still not scared about living in Texas or going out on a Saturday night or Friday night here. If I go back to Sweden, even for a visit, I would probably, because the crime per capita in Sweden is higher than it is here in US, or I should say Texas. Though, with that said, have in mind that the different countries do make their calculations of crime rates differently. How they... Is shootings or whatever. Yeah. I'm not even gonna start dealing with that. But I... I, um... If I, if I slash when I go back to Sweden, I would probably not go out too much after dark alone. I will have somebody with me or I will have somebody on the phone. That's what I usually had on when I was late home or something like that. And I I had to walk very often. I had to, I could drive. So, but if I had to walk, i most of the times called mom up on the phone and Talk to her on the phone. Hey, sorry to wake you up, but I need to talk. This is where I'm at. I just don't feel comfortable. And I would if I don't feel comfortable here either. I would. So help out one another and, and try. I gave you the challenge to compliment and give a nice comment to somebody's Facebook page or social media two weeks ago. Now my challenge is give it straight to their face. Make somebody smile every day. Can you do that for me? Make that effort. Wake up every morning and say I'm going to make you smile. I'm going to make somebody smile. Who will be my person today that I will make smile. Maybe that can prevent one shooting, stabbing, murder, killing, injury, whatever. Maybe that can help somebody. And if somebody calls you up and say, I need to talk, don't turn them away. Give them the time they need. They are more important. They are so more important than whatever you are doing right there and then. It will probably just take a minute or two. And on a different note, a totally different topic the other day the olympic fire was lit up in athens greece not in athens texas where i work but in athens greece europe that is by the way if you didn't know um now the fire is going to make its journey over to beijing where the opening ceremony is going to be in 100 days well now it's 97 days or something like that and it's going to be the winter games So we're going to look at skiing, both downhill and cross country, um, skating, bobsleigh. I don't know all the winter sports, but it's going to be fun. Um, All of that is going to be exciting. Um, We'll see what happens. I'm going to follow it just the same way as I did last time. And it's going to be even colder then than it is now. So here in Texas, um, fall is here. And I say that a little bit with a smile because our high temperatures the last couple of days has been 79 Fahrenheit and that is 26 Celsius for my uh, European listeners. (laughs) 26, seriously, 79. And for us, it's, it's nice. It's really comfortable. But then in the low, like in the nights when I go to work, It's 43 Fahrenheit, which is about 6 point something Celsius. So it's kind of a big dip. It's 20 degrees difference between day and night. Um, But the air is so much fresher, fresher than it was in the summer. We don't have the humidity, which makes a major difference. And when I come home from work... I can take a walk with my dogs without almost getting dehydrated and overheated and stuff like that. It is really comfortable. You can see everybody's starting to like climb out. Sadly, the other day, I was working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And as much as I love the cooler temperature, what means is also that people are having their weekend parties. That That's fine. Great to have weekend parties. But don't play a mariachi band when I have to sleep. I I don't know what to say. But and it was loud. I I I was not calling, but I thought about it. Um because when you are going up at one forty AM and it's eleven PM and they're partying, I don't want to destroy their party, but seriously. I didn't call because it wasn't late enough. But I did fall asleep despite the music and the screaming and yelling and God knows what it was. I hope they had a great time. And when I woke up at 1.40 a.m., it was quiet. I thought about actually putting on my own party at that time, but I didn't. Figured the police department didn't want to deal with me. (laughs) So the word of the week is going to be a word that's kind of hard for Americans to pronounce. It's the word for fall. Because um, we have... Two weird letter... Combi- or a weird com- letter combination that we don't have in the English language. Fall is... It is höst. Höst. And it's spelled H and then the O with two dots. That's pronounced S T. So it's like host but... That uh makes it höst. Hust fall. So nice. So I hope you uh, take my challenge for the week. Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear your stories about when you complimented somebody. Their reaction. Um, do something nice for one another. Uh, we need that in the world. I think we can come... A very very far away um, with just respecting one another. I think that would help out in all aspects because it's scary where the world is going right now. So until next week, take care of one another and love one another. Be safe out there. Bye! you have listened to an episode of the Swexen podcast. Feel free to leave your feedback on our website, Swexen.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook and Instagram accounts. You find them with the handle Swexon podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, stay safe.